This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no ease dot com. Blueberry with no ease dot com. Remember, you drop the ease. You're listening to the Bonsai Beat, your weekly window into the world of anime, featuring all the latest news, episode reviews, and discussion. And now, broadcasting live from an abandoned love hotel, your hosts, Pat and Jellicoon. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 32 of the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon saying, hey, coming live to you on stickcam.com, front slash Bonsai Beat. Also, got some great, great, great news. First off, I want to apologize to the tardiness of this show. I have not been feeling very good and just a bunch of other stuff going on. So yeah. Good news though. Pets will be coming back, hopefully on a full time basis, but um even better news is the Bonsai Beat has joined forces with blog with Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio.com. More importantly though, we have come together with um, OtakuCast, which is a kind of privately held um, radio station on Blog Talk Radio. And it's all anime, it's um, all Japanese culture all the time, basically. And the Bonsai Beat was nice, you know, they were nice enough to come to us and offer us a, um, you know... A slice on their programming. So yes. So starting every Thursday, we Pat and I will be live on Stickcam along with Blog Talk Radio. And the thing is, I purchased um the Skype out. So now you can either leave us voicemails, which is always good. Um, you can do that by um, calling Jello Coon. So uh, you punch me in as a friend. You'll be able to uh, either talk to me live um, if I'm around, <laughs> or uh, leave us a voicemail. We'll leave that on. We'll play that on air if you'd like. Uh, just letting us know, you know, please play this on air, or I would like to have this played on air. Um, but the big thing about the whole Block Talk Radio thing is. You can call him live. You can form. You can change the format of the show. You can have your two cents live on the air. And that's what's so great about this is, right now, it's a linear show. It's me. It's Pat's talking about what we want to talk about. But we want to hear what you want to talk about, not just us. Um, this brings a lot more to the show, and I hope brings a lot more listeners. And uh, once again, I want to say thank you very much to Autocast Radio and what they bring to the table. Um, we will still be able to get downloaded on iTunes. You can still check out the uh, you know show notes and whatever else on BonsaiBeat.com. You can still find the show posted in MP3 format on. Um, the bonsaieffect.com, etc., etc. Nothing's really changing too much other than the live aspect. And really, 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 I really mean it. I would love to hear you call in. I would love to be able to talk to you, the anime fans, and get your two cents in on the show. Get your opinions out there. 
I only know this much. And if you're watching Instagram, it's a little. I've only watched so much anime. I've only been around in the anime scene for so long. There's a lot I need to know. There's a lot I want to hear you say. So please, 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 feel free to call in. That'll be every Thursday night live. I'm not 100% sure on the time right now. That's one last thing I'm trying to figure out. But I will assume it'll be between 6 p.m. Central Standard Time to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we're getting about an hour block of time right now. I could make that a lot higher if I really wanted to, but... You know, our shows typically right now are an hour, but if things improve, I mean, if you guys start calling and, you know, whatever, we do contests, we can do anything live now. This opens the show up to be so much more, and I am so uh, excited to do this. So this week, you will get two shows. Um, I'm releasing this today on Mother's Day. Um, I figured it'd be better than time never to record and not skip a week. Um, so then, then this Thursday... On, yes, you can listen to the birds while I look. On May 14th, 2009, you will be able to go to blogtalkradio.com and listen to the show live. But then there's also a caller number, a call-in number, that you just use your cell phone, if you have Skype out, um, anything. If you have a landline, you can call us live and chat with us. So, I look forward to it, and um, when I do find out the time, I'll definitely post it up on Bonsai Beat, um, the Bonsai Effect, and, you know, all the places that you find information about um, this show. So, for the week, for this episode, I am doing something unprecedented. I'm reviewing a hentai. Um, so, I want to say right now, this is going to be an adult-oriented show. Um, I'm not going to try to be too vulgar because, I mean, there's really no reason to be. You know, if you're, if you're watching a hentai, you know what to expect. You know there's going to be sex. There's going to be boobs. And there's all the stuff that comes along with a hentai. So, I'm going to try not to be too graphic because there's really no reason to be, like I said. But just want to forewarn you now, the show uh, does contain a review of a hentai. And if you're going to watch this... Or if you're gonna watch this, or you're gonna listen to this at work, or with kids, uh, I would not suggest it just because of that reason. Um, but you make your decisions, whatever. Also, um, the ma- the hentai is called Marin Agogo. Um, so getting to that, we got our news of the week, our DVD picks, and so much more. Well, that's really about it. So we should just get right into the news. But it really helps if I don't close the folder with all our sound drops in it. So, let's hop right in the news by Anime News Network. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by As Anime I News Network. As I everybody, I apologize. <laughs> if you're listening to this on your iPod and you go, Motherfucker! fucking thing was too damn loud I apologize I'm still (laughs) after a month of having this damn mixer these sound drops are like one's nice and quiet the other you gotta have super ass loud and uh I either end up fucking it up and bouncing all over these all over the 
the volume range or uh, something like that. So I apologize. I'm not trying to deafen you too much. I'm in not I'm not in cohorts with, um, you know, uh, Miracle Ear or any of them. Okay, well, first off, Central Park Media went bankrupt last week. Oh, boo-hoo. And a lot of you are probably saying, who the hell is Central Park Media? And yeah, that's part of the problem. Um, at one point, they had some really good um, movies, or excuse me, shows. They had Grave of the Fireflies. They had Now and Then, Here and There. They had a bunch of other good titles. But due to poor, you know, they just couldn't get a foothold, it seemed like. And they were big early on in the meat in the uh, DVD in the DVD side of bringing all this stuff to America. They were one of the forefront, you know, forefathers of bringing all this to America. But they went bankrupt, and they started laying people off last year, and everything just kind of caught up with them. So, going off of that, ADV announced that they are getting some of the Central Park media. Um. They are getting Grave of the Fireflies now and then here and there, which was previously un... Uh, it was out of print, though, now and then here and there. Very good show. Uh, very depressing. <laughs> um, so, they are getting that. And they are also getting the world of Nauru and M.D. Geist. So, um, they're looking at... Um, a July release um, of these re- of these shows. Um, let's see the um, the complete now and then here and there science fiction adventure series will ship on the same day after being televised on America's international channel. Um, and then they have more on the site, and then it was recently also done on the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, so they've they've been out for a while. These shows have been out for a while. You can catch them. I actually I actually got into um now and now now and then here and there um at a Best Buy uh, about 2007 if I'm not mistaken. Um now and then here and there was going out of print and everyone was saying you've got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. I just happened to be at a Best Buy or. <laughs> I can't talk today. Had to be at a blockbuster video, and there it was. So I rented it. Very good show. Would recommend it. Um, so yeah, ADV rescues a couple of CPM, uh, you know, shows from the grave. I guess. Um, Kanakawa posts Basquash and anime episodes on YouTube. Um, the Kanakawa Anime Channel. On the YouTube video website, is screening the first two episodes of uh, Satellites Basquash Robot Basketball Anime Series um, from May 1st to May 7th. So this is right after this. I apologize. Um, well, if you didn't hear about it then, you hear about it now, I guess. Um, uh, let's see, so it's for the Golden Week holiday. Um, it was posted in the pre-broadcast television special Legend of the Squash. The channel has been doing streaming promotional videos since last month. Uh, basically, the story takes place on planet Earth-Dash. 
interesting name, where they have its case on its moon, and its technological advanced um, lunar city of Moon Eyes, with uh, Dan JD, a boy living in Bo- Rolling Town on Earth Dash surface, gets caught up in the Bigfoot basketball, a fast-paced sport played with giant Bigfoot robots. So I guess if you like robots or basketball or anything ever, <laughs> you like this. Funimation licenses Vendred Integral Turbulence OVAs. Uh, the feature-like summaries of Vendred and sci-fi, uh, are sci-fi television, sci-fi television animes in two stages. Um, Funimation assistant Brett manager Justin. Rugis confirmed an April 22nd comment on the company's official blog that the anime distributor Vanded Turbulent, uh, that they, they had acquired the Vandred Turbulence OVAs and Vandred Integral um, shows. So it's basically a follow up series to the Vandred originally. Um, Funimation announced on Christmas Eve last year that it had licensed the Vendred anime series from GDH for a 2009 release. GDH was the corporate parent of Gonzo Anime Studio. GDH, you know, when we're talking about Gonzo, they've been absorbed. So, yeah, good stuff from Funimation. They keep getting more and more and more. Becoming the behemoth of the anime industry. Um, almost want to say Monopoly. Um... Nasu theme singer Kyoshi Hiro uh, Imawano passes away. The veteran rock performer also acted in Katakura's Great uh, Yako War and Sakurin. Um, yeah, he's dead. Don't know anything about him, don't really know much about him, just uh, thought I'd mention this in passing. If you're into J pop or J rock or any of that kind of stuff, uh, this name might be. Familiar to you. Uh, more Gundam is coming to the Sci-Fi Channel in June. The second Gundam 00 second series or second season is going to be debuting on Sci-Fi Channel. If you remember last year, they had season one. The American Television Network Sci-Fi will premiere Mobile Suit Gundam 00 second season at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On June 29th, Sci-Fi's online schedule has not yet been updated with the July listings. July is when the channel changes the brand to Sci-Fy. That's S-Y-F-Y. Um, so, yeah, if you really liked the Gundam 00 um, on Sci-Fi last year, before it even came out on DVD, you got to watch it. Uh, you can now watch... The second season before it even shows up on DVD here in the States. So, yes. Good stuff to be a Gundam fan. Warner Brothers acquires the live action Death Note rights. So, um, before Viz was releasing it, um, if I'm not mistaken, the American film studio Warner Brothers has acquired the rights to adapt to Sagami O. Oh, but I have to say his last name. Basically, uh, they're getting the rights to the Death Note Supernatural Suspense manga series into a live-action film. 
Um, if you know, or you should know if you watch Death Note or a fan of Death Note, there has been two films um, from Japan brought over by Viz to the American shores, and they were both dubbed by the American voice actors who did the anime. And now there seems to be the American version, which is going to be... Which is, I guess, I, I, I... The thing is, they're getting the manga rights. So... Um, I don't know how different it is. Maybe it's different. I don't know. I've never watched, um, the, I mean, I've never read the manga, so not too sure about that, to be honest, how different it is. If anyone wants to, wants to pipe in on that, feel free to, because I have no clue. Um, I gotta say, I, I really hope they do better. I really do, and I almost think that they're too late. I mean, the, there's already been two Death Note movies made and brought over to the States. Why does Warner Brothers need to capitalize on uh, this property? It's been, it's been done. And Death Note's been around for a few years. People know what it is. And right now... Japanese to American, you know, films, uh, you know, look at Dragon Ball Z, look at Speed Racer, look at all them, flopped. They're going to have to do something here to make it engaging, to make people want to go out and watch this, because people already know the story of Death Note. Um, if people want to watch a live-action film, they've got two of them, but maybe they're doing something that we don't know about, that they're going to go away straight from the story. I mean, they, they got the rights to use it. I don't know if that really gives them rights to make their own story or, you know, screw with all the characters and say, well, um, Light didn't, you know, Light went on to become the god of the universe or Misa Misa went on to become a porn star or something. I, I don't know. But, um, I think they really gotta do something different. They can't just rehash the story because... The people who are going to watch or will be interested in this know the story. Who goes to a movie knowing the ending? You know, that's boring. So, that's my two thoughts on it, um, to say the least. Let's just go ahead and move on to the DVD picks of the week. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the Weekly DVD Picks. Yeah, Weekly DVD Picks. Okay, well. Some, some decent stuff coming out. Bacchanal Volume 3, Darker Than Black Volume 4. Uh, for your hentai fans, Dojin work. Um, Gurren Lagann Part 3. Um... I would say, for me, the two shows I would definitely want to pick up this week would be Clannad Volume 2, or as they say, Part 2, um, the other half of the story of Season 1. And then my really favorite show that, thankfully, Funimation came back and rescued, thank you, thank you again, is Karen the Complete Series Box Set. Um, 
it took me forever to finish this damn show because of the whole Jenny on going under and not releasing Jack Squat. <laughs> Tell Funimation last year said, oh yeah, by the way, we're releasing all this. Um, so I would definitely say Karen, the complete box series, back set series, because um, it's a really funny show. The characters are really fun and intriguing. And it's a lighthearted look at high school romance and vampires and all that. It's a lighthearted look at everything. It's it's m- more of a comedic relief kind of show that doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, so it's just a fun show. If you haven't checked it out, at least check out Volume 1 or at least up to Volume 2 because it, the show is kind of slow to get going, but it's a good show nonetheless. Um, so that is the DVD picks of the week. Excuse me. Um, so we're going to move on to our review for the week. Um, like I said in the beginning, it is a hentai. And hentai is called Marin Agogo. Or Marin Agogo, I should say. Um... It's a very comedic hentai, and it makes fun of Sailor Moon a lot. It makes fun of uh, Pokemon quite a bit as well. Um, it was a three-episode OVA at a half an hour apiece. And um, basically, it starts off with um, Dr. Nataki. He's like this super genius like scientist guy. And... He's trying to preserve the, tr- you know, the true Japanese man. You know, look down the future. There's going to be no powerful Japanese man, you know, and everything's just going to go into chaos. So, he needs to get a hundred, um, spe- uh, semen specimens. The problem is that the hundred specimens that he, you know, walked up to and said, Hey, you're strong, you're great, you're going to help preserve Japan's future for mankind. You mind whipping it out and, uh... You know, shooting off a couple uh, loads. They all said no. So, we meet Marine. She's like this big, she's like a brunette with long hair, big boobs, schoolgirl. She goes to an all girls school. And we meet her when she's talking with a friend. And the friend is saying, okay, you need to take care of the bunny this week. Um, you know, you need to feed it, make sure it's all taken care of. Well, apparently she had a different bunny, or a different animal, who she gave cake to, and it died. And she just couldn't seem to put two and two together. Like, oh, but it was so cute, it, I thought it wanted cake. So I fed it cake, and then it died. She just couldn't grab She's one of those kind of characters, just dumb as a box of rocks. Well, she agreed to take care of the, uh, the, the... The, the, the rabbit. Sorry, I can't think. Uh, takes care of the rabbit. So she's walking away for the day, and she stumbles upon this turtle-looking thing who's really hot. It says, "I really need water. I really need water." So she gets him some water, and he says, "Well, you know, thanks so much for that. Um, here's a ring." And she said, well, you know, I was always told never to put rings on. You know, if they take things from strangers, that's not right. He says, well, you did me a really good favor. You know, you gave me water. So, the, you know, he outsmarts her easily. 
so she puts the ring on. Well, suddenly the ring starts to pulse with light, and it, like, uh, it, it like, clamps down on, onto her ring, on her finger, so she can't get it off. And then he's like, oh, I've got you now. And she's like, well, what the hell? What's going on? I don't understand what's going on. Well, it turns out this turtle thing is named Pon, P-O-N. And he's working with the scientist. And the scientist made this flute that when he, when he um, plays the notes on the flute, it changes her outfit. So he plays these, these flute notes. It doesn't really matter. He always seems to play the same exact notes. That she changes into like this barmaid outfit kind of thing. It really accents her boobs and whatnot. And she's just like, what the heck? Why is my clothes changing? And she's still kind of dumbfounded. Well, the whole thing is, Marinay has to collect the 100 semen specimens to get the ring off. And this will in turn make sure that the future of the Japanese men will be prosperous and great. So basically the show is um, her going around to these different guys and having to do different things. And um, the first thing is like a training. The first, the first person she had sex with was like training. He's some virgin otaku who... Um, likes, you know, likes his women a certain way, but, um, you know, she doesn't really know what to do. She's a virgin and junk. So the thing that really worries her is like, oh, I'm never going to get married again. You know, if I have sex, I'm going to never get married and, and all this other stuff. Well, Pon is more than just a, uh, turtle who talks. <laughs> he also shrinks down to the size where he's indetectable in her vagina and, also, collects all the semen and protects her virginity. Yeah, it's it's great. So, she does the first guy and says, hey, this is actually really good, and this and that. Well, the other thing is, the scientist, um, Dr. Um, Nutaki, has an assistant who, they have a past. Um, kind of a stupid past, but she fell in love with him and, you know, he kind of turned her down in college. Um, so basically what's ends up happening is Marine goes from person to person. We don't see all 100. It's like four. Um, the next person she does is like a strip dance, like a Chippendales dancer. And he has diamonds like pierced into his cock. I don't know why, but it's great. And so they have like the best round, best of three rounds. And they do different things to make each other aroused. And that's where the kind of comedy comes in is, um... The different, you know, outfits change due to the guy um, wanting what he wants. And then they, all these stupid little uh, before the sex kind of happens kind of deal to add the comedy um, to each kind of event. So it's not just like, okay, you're done, go on to the next person. Well, both the, I don't know how many in, but they go to another person. And they find that the person's like dead, and they like he's like a mummified, but they can't figure out why. Well, I guess they were brothers, and they lived together apparently. So they go into the next room where the other brother is, and there's this blonde, good-looking girl, uh, who does anal apparently, 
and they say, Oh, it's an American. The American girls, they do anal. <laughs> you know? And it's an American because it has blonde hair. And we find out that the assistant of Dr. Naraki made their own girl, but this is a, like I say made, it's a sex droid. And it sucks the life out of all the men that it pleasures. And she's going to collect the semen before Dr. Nudaki does. And, oh, the future of Japan is just terrible and everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. So, what ends up happening is, they call it the, uh, all-male beat-off. They meet in this big abandoned warehouse with a big ass plasma screen TV, and they get they get a hundred men together apparently, and they're all gonna get divided into fifty people in a fifty in a group of fifty. So two groups of fifty men, fifty for Marinay, and the I forgot to say the name. The, the sex droid was named South Pole One. So fifty for Marinay, fifty for South Pole One. Whoever can finish the fifty men quickest wins. So, um, there's a, basically the third episode is like a 21 minute out of 24 minute sex scene of all this different crap, and Marinay learns that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing it to help Japan, but I'm doing it out of my love and compassion and my service through love of my man and my country. And all this other jazz. So, man, the crazy thing is, is like, South Pole 1 is like beating her ass by like 15 people. And then the next scene, they're down by like 1. Like, Marinay's down by 1. And then the next scene, it's 49 to 49. And it's freaking crazy. Like, you wonder, like, what the hell happened? Um, but Marinay ends up winning, and then some other crap happens. But basically, the the funniest thing I found about this whole series was um, the the scientist Dr. Nutaki is like, "Oh, Marinay won because she has love and you know a service for her men. You know she doesn't turn them into mummified people like South Pole One does. They're happy and content." Well, um, it turns out. That the Pentagon made South Pole 1 to take down Japan. And it was being used as a weapon. <laughs> yes. So, the Pentagon got bored and made a sexy sex droid to go have sex and take down everything. And that was the funniest part of the whole freaking show. This show was freaking hilarious just because of the idiocy of Marinay. And the show... Went by quick. Like, I was really expecting this show to, like, be forever. And when I read it, oh, it's only three sh three episodes. Um, you know, 100 men. I, you know, I thought of something like, uh, um, I can't think of any other show that are, like, do, well, okay, Soul Eater. You know, Soul Eater is over, you know, 50 episodes or 60 episodes. Uh, you know, so... You know, Soul Eater is really long because they have to do the get a hundred souls or whatever. Um, so I thought this this you know hentai was gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna you know 
have one or two guys per show or, you know, two or three guys per show and have all the sex he could want and be like, okay, we're done. But, uh, so it didn't turn out that way. It kind of just did three or four and then, oh, they're having the beat off. And it's just that, that last episode is like the funniest. The sex scenes were good. Um, you know, it was nothing over the top or anything crazy like that. Um, but Marini looks good. The good, the art was worked. The artwork was really well done. And um, if you're not looking for a too serious hentai, there's no bondage. There's no, you know, some of the crazy stuff you see in hentai. There's no forced rape or any crazy ass devices like cool devices had or anything like that. So, it's just a fun hentai that doesn't take itself too seriously, and just, um, it's a fun show to watch. Um, it just pokes fun at various other, um, you know, shows. And so, yeah, uh, it was done by Pink Pineapple, and, uh, Kitty Media brought it to America, so there is an English dub. That's what I watched. The dubbing was, yeah, it's a hentai. You're not going to get the best of voice actors. I honestly wonder, like, who, like, signs up for... Do you get, like, an agent when you're a voice actor? And does the agent come up to you and go, Oh, Pink, uh, Kitty Media has this, this project, this hentai project. They need, they need, uh, they need dub work, you know, done. Do you want to be girl number four? Do you want to be self pole one? You know, how? Where do they get these people? Or they are the same pool of people that do porn. You know, just looking for extra work on the side and, you know, all that good stuff. So if anyone knows that, too, I would definitely be interested because I've always wondered. Do you get your start in voice acting by doing hentais? You know, you don't get the Clannaz. You don't get Death Note as your first show. No, you get porn. You get the hentai. <laughs> so... That is episode 32 of the Bonsai Beat. It's going to be called Sex Droids Everywhere. Um, once again, I don't want to stress this enough. I want to stress this enough. Join us on Thursday night to have, call in, listen to us live. And Pat will be back. There's not going to be just me. So I'm really excited to get him back as well because I, really I really think he brings a lot to the show. I mean, um,. Uh, I carry the show with all the kind of... I do all the background stuff. I do the web hosting. I do the website design, all the maintenance of that. I edit the shows. I get them all prepared. But he's been watching anime a lot longer than I have. And, you know, seen a lot more than I have. And all that good stuff. And he has a really good opinion view. And, um, you know, we're open to bringing more people in. Uh, we're working on actually bringing on a third person, possibly. But uh, that's kind of more down the future. I'm not 100% sure how that's going. But definitely... Check us out at blogtalkradio.com, front slash Bonsai Beat. There you can listen to a, a quick test show I did. Um, I always check out the quality and all that, but definitely check us out every Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio, front slash Bonsai Beat. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com, front slash Jellicoon, that's J-E-L-L-O-K-U-N. Or check us out on... Stickcam, if you're watching this already, you know, stickcam.com forward slash bonsai beat. And feel free to leave voicemails. Uh, give me a call, you know, uh, Skype, 
Skype uh, would be the username Jellocoon, J-E-L-L-O-K-U-N. Feel free to leave voicemails, we'll play them on air, and yeah, so that is episode 32. Look for episode 33 this Thursday night live, can't say that enough, live, yes! So look forward to your phone calls and anything else. So until next time, this is Jellocoon saying, sayonara! Yes, that sounded yay. And yes, I'm still recording crap. I mean, wait. Okay. See you later, guys.